0: The Everyman Podcast.
1: The Everyman Podcast.
0: Uh it's the podcast, the popcast, the pongcast, the podcast.
1: My lips are in the way.
0: My lips are sealed. Another week, another pod. Big Dog, Daryl Campbell. How are you, brother?
1: Miss you, bro. Love you, bro.
0: I too sit, miss, and love thee. Um, so let's just let's just get right into it here. So i had a I've had an interesting seven day stretcher mm-hmm. here. Um, I just got over, uh, COVID 3.0 Texas edition The vid. Uh, and, uh, you know, it's funny in my new role, I'm in close contact with quite a bit of people mm-hmm. and we, we utilize staffing services to, to fill gaps when we need them. It's very hard to st- it's very hard to staff anything from the ground up these days, let alone you know physical labor. Yep. And we brought this uh, gentleman in, and I'm just going to call him. We're going to call him Father Time. Father <laughs> Time. You know they send people in, and you don't you don't know like you can't like you, you if they say they can kick, pick up a 50 pound box or whatever, it's like okay, like there's all these little Caveat ways to say, like, he's young, he's old, he's fat, he's whatever, like, mm-hmm. hard worker, whatever. So, a gentleman named Father Time comes in and he's like hacking up a storm, coughing. Mm. And this was like, a, 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 uh, I don't know, nine days ago.
1: Okay. And
0: he kept, he just kept coming up to me, asking me about snacks and shit. Like, how do I get a snack from the vending machine? And like, I had more interaction with him as a manager of managing his snack needs than <laughs>
1: Than, snack intake
0: than, than than anything else and i was just like you know what this this isn't going to work for me we 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 wished him uh good luck in his future endeavors and mm-hmm. and he left us with uh a warehouse full of COVID. and nice and it got to the point where like last thursday i guess i'm feeling like huh yep here it is
1: mm.
0: here it is by the by friday my voice was gone Took a COVID test. The weird thing this time, this, I was, pr- I would say I was pretty sick. And, um, the, you know, I think it's probably, it's no secret if you listen to this podcast and you read between the lines, I am an unvaccinated American. Uh, that, is, that, is, <laughs> <laughs> that, that is my status. And um, I have gotten COVID less than my, some of my vaccinated counterparts.
1: Um, Mm -hmm.
0: But it's like, at this point, the hilarity of like telling people you have COVID, like, like a a lot of my friends that are still very, you know, they're all East coast bubble people. And um, Mm -hmm. it's like, the, 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 the backwards view of time, you know, like, you went from, you have to get this shot. Otherwise you're going to kill your grandparents. So mm-hmm. like, You got it on uh, asymptomatic. People can pass COVID, which wasn't true. And then, mm-hmm. and then, Oh, well, if you get vaccinated, you will not pass this. It's not going to happen.
1: That right. wasn't true.
0: Then it was, well, if you get it, you won't die. Not true because now <laughs> everyone's dying vaccinated or not, you know? And then it's like, well, you're, well, you got you did the right thing. Let's just let's just let bygones be bygones. It's like we got
1: it. We got one more. We got one more, dude. Because this hit me with work. You have the if you get COVID right, and then you blast through it, and you don't have it anymore, then you don't need to get vaccinated. Even though fast, you know, rewind a, a year ago, we were if all you didn't, to say you you, you you'd, you'd lose your fucking job. So there's that too. So, yeah, 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 yeah.
0: yeah. And the old the whole <laughs> like does does anybody forget the president of the United States saying you're going to be required to take a gene therapy or you will not be allowed to work? And then everybody was like, uh, no, actually not even everybody. I would say maybe 30% of the country was like, suck my ass. No. (laughs) And then everybody else went with it. And then it, you know, Went through the Supreme Court, didn't happen, and, of course, here we are. And it's like they want you to just forget. And I keep seeing these articles that are like, hey, guys, can we just, can we just forget about the mean stuff we said and just move forward? And it's like, no. <laughs> I will never forget. As long as I live the time mm-hmm. that the federal government tried to force me to inject myself within still – experimental. Still. Yeah, I'm going to send you this, uh...
1: Even more still, even more now than before, honestly. Like...
0: Daryl, there's a...
1: More now, like...
0: (laughs) There's a documentary going around, uh, on YouTube right now that I'm sure Mm -hmm. by the time this podcast comes out, it'll be...
1: It's going to hit Netflix.
0: It'll be... uh, they'll, They'll take it down by then, I'm sure. Um, it's called Died Suddenly. And... They've got th- a couple of these filmmakers. One of them had a spouse that died suddenly after the vaccine, and they went around. They got all these whistleblowers from uh, hospitals. But the one that's really interesting that nobody, I, like the big, you know, the, the big uh, master octopus that's controlling everything, kind of overlooked the the embalmers of the world, mm-hmm. and, like the people that are handling all these bodies, and. There, I watched this. I watched these live autopsies this week as I'm stricken with COVID. Of them, like embalmers not being able to. Do you know how embalming works, roughly? Like I, I didn't really know too much about it, but
1: Maganladi, you know, no.
0: Essentially, they make you. You, you kind of make like a incision in the in your your main whatever this the the jugular, and then like your your main artery out of your thigh and then they pump fluid through to push all the blood out of your body that's how they get that that get they they drain you and then they replace it with the embalming fluid to keep you looking like a person i guess for your open mm-hmm. if you, I, which by the way i think is just fucking re- retarded like you're dead don't put any other shit in me i've had enough shit in me at this point in my life right you know, right Just let me die just let me let me die
1: let me go. Let me go.
0: So like people are coming in that have so much blood clotting that they can't force the liquid through. Like it just stops in their body because Oof. people are coming in. They're dying suddenly, healthy people, and they're pulling these blood clots out. But the blood clots aren't like – they're not like normal blood clot that you would see where it's like a big thing. Of, it's like this white fibrous material. Like it's like this wow. It's this weird shit. And they're taking people, there's this one guy that after, f- after he got vaccinated, he started getting blood clots in his legs, and they took him into a thermal testing camera thing system, and you could see the, the clotting directly where h- he got the injection, and all throughout his body, and like, insurance companies, since, and it's, it's like, it all starts around like August 21, because that's about 10 months into when things were happening, since August twenty one, there's like a there's like a, a fucking forty percent increase in all cause mortality in the US. and there's there is uh this union of like life insurance companies that put out this study in like two thousand ten where they said like they were they were trying to figure out how to like like what would happen to our business if we paid out if we had to pay out on five percent of Policies at one time, right? Like, 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 theorizing, what would a disaster? What would a disaster state look like? Where ten percent of the U.S. population died instantly, and what does that look like economically? Okay, they, they, their highest prediction of what they were trying to do in two thousand ten, like their worst case scenario, like we've either been hit with a nuclear bomb or there was something fell out of the sky or. Mm -hmm. a tidal wave or something crazy right. their number was ten percent that 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 would like fuck everything up they're now reporting forty percent all <clears throat> cause mortality so Daryl there's forty percent more people dying now than there were two years ago <clears throat> and and they're having a hard time placing these two little pieces together and you got people just. Dropping dead on television. You got soccer. How many, how, how many fucking soccer players did you see? Oh yeah. You know uh, the, the 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 high school in Iowa where two boys on the team you in, in one week dropped dead on the basketball court. You hear, hear about that one? Six I Because I've always since I had my heart issue, anytime there was like a story of a young person dropping dead doing something, I always looked into because I'm like, I bet you that's HCM, and like nine times out of ten, it was. Well, yeah. Well, now they're just like, "Oh, yeah, he had a fucking uh, embolism in his brain." It's like, really at t- at twenty two. Jeez. So, dude, never forget that, by the way. But look it up, yeah, buddy. It's called it's called. Uh, uh What was it? I don't know what it was called. Um, I'll think of it. But
1: you got a send it, to me. Died, send it to me. died suddenly. Died suddenly. Died. Yeah. Died sudden. Yeah. It's,
0: it's and dude, you'll you'll sit there and watch it, and you're just like, "No, oh, uh, we're fucked." We had a good run. We had a good run, but we're fucked.
1: Yeah. And
0: and it's like 20, I guess, not even 24 months ago, longer than that now, you know, three years ago, we're treating this like everyone's going to die. Three million people are going to die. Right. Right. And then it was like, well, you can't go out and vote in public. We can't do that. No, no. Everybody, we got to have our, and then, and then, and then look where we're at next thing you know. And it's like, so you, but now everything you just carry on with life, you know, you, as oh, if you got nothing no, happened. Right, yeah. yeah. Just, just keep it, just keep it uh, kosher and keep it, keep it moving forward. But it's like, mm-hmm. it's a, it's hilarious for people like me who, you know, I'm still hung up on nine 11, you know, I still haven't let that whole thing go. How how are people like me supposed to continue on? You know. Under well, it's like one thing
1: gets worse than like one thing. One things keep getting worse, and people yeah. keep looking away like it's no. <laughs> what are you doing?
0: It's. I don't. I don't know how people don't see it. You know, and it's like, yeah. and, and it is. It's Thanksgiving. Obviously, you want to be thankful and. And we are thankful, but, like, I just see some of these things that are going on right now, man. I'm just like.
1: Bro, it's like that meme. It's like that meme where, you know, people, the house is on fire, and then they're sitting there, like, drinking tea, and they're like, I'm fine. This is fine. Oh, we got, yeah. (laughs) No problem. Okay.
0: No problem. And then, you know. I don't know, man. It's clearly, and it's like. It's less severe than it was the first time, which had me with a fever and you know shitty. But this one, I like lost my voice completely. I sounded like a yeah. frog for like a week. Um,
1: mm. And I'm fine. Did with- the did the guy in the uh, in the in the warehouse sound kind of fucked up too, or was he just hacking know. everywhere? He
0: was just hacking everywhere, you know. Yeah. And um and then he just it just passed through us like wildfire. It was Jesus. It was crazy. Were you the only one,
1: or did no, anybody else like him? Or no, anybody? The, get, yeah.
0: There's yeah, uh, there's a few other people, but um, yeah. But I was still I, I tested positive until yesterday, so I tested mm. negative this morning. It's like more than seven days, which is wow, which is wild. And then I'm sure some people are listening. It's like brother Jay. Well, you should have just got the vaccine. Well, you know, maybe, maybe not. We'll see. Nah, dude. Will we shall see what happens uh, in regards to that? Because I don't, I don't think, I don't think that story is uh, over yet. And oh. and I think. It's gonna be like you know, I, I always say to people and I, I have a couple of little talking points, and when you when you start looking into history and like some of the things that our our country's done, like there's there's one I wanna I'll just share with the with the every man, the every right now called Operation Northwoods. you ever heard of that, Darrell? Nope. Operation Northwoods. So when John F. Kennedy was president, he had a big beef with the intelligence agencies, specifically the CIA, because he, he found out that they were, once he got in there, that there were, they were undercutting his plans. And, and not only were they undercutting him in the dark, but they were using people within his orbit to pers- try to persuade him and push him into other things and giving him bad information. Mm. And and the intelligence agency really, in in, the, in that era, they really, really wanted to go to war with Cuba. Like, God, we want to just, mm, okay. if could just if I could just invade Cuba, God, that's all they wanted, okay? Yeah. And, you know, the, the Cuban Missile Crisis, and you have, like, the Soviets are putting, uh, allegedly putting nukes in, in Cuba that could wipe out the U.S. And, you know... What are we going to do about that, Mr. President? And he was like, well, we're not going to do anything about it. Like, we're going we're gonna to just, like, communicate. We're going to negotiate, and we're going to, like, see how this goes. And then you have, of course, the big standoff and everything like that, right? Traumatize a whole generation of children with nuclear war and hide under your desk and all that stuff, right? Well, one of the, the Joint Chiefs of Staff, so Joint Chiefs of Staff, if you're unaware, is the, the heads of the military that all report up to president, like the Department of Defense and the Pentagon people, and all that. So they have all these all these guys that represent the various branches of the military, the generals, the admirals, all this shit. They get together at the Pentagon. And they put this plan together called Operation Northwoods. And this is like, I guess, 1960? Mm-hmm. The plan, and this is declassified. You can go to the CIA website into their, it's called like the fire vault or vault seven, something like that, where they have all these FOIA declassified documents that you can read. This was a plan that was signed off by all the joint chiefs of staff. So they had all executed the the agreement, and it was now going to President John F. Kennedy's desk for final approval. Mm -hmm. So it wasn't like, this isn't like a plan that they were like, hey, wouldn't it be cool if we did this? Or, like, they're, like, having a beer, and they're, like, oh, yeah, that, you know what, then we do this or this. No. This was, like, formalized, signed, done, dealed, lawyers signed off on it and everything. It gets to Kennedy's desk, and it essentially says, we're going to take a, uh, like, a small Boeing 737, and we're going to get, like, 150 cadavers from hospitals and morgues in the Miami area. Like, unclaimed bodies, we're going to get them, we're going to put them on the plane, and then we're going to rig this plane up to be controlled remotely. Now, hang on a second. I didn't know that they could remote control. You're the, but, uh, yeah, apparently we've had the technology wow. to remotely pilot planes. And what they would do is they, you have a pilot in it to get it up into the air, and then they had this, like, system to, like, kind of just, like, with actuators and shit to just kind of hold the wheel. Mm -hmm. And then that pilot would jump out of the plane, parachute down safely, get rescued, whatever. So they were going to, on like Memorial Day, it was either Memorial Day or 4th of July weekend. They -hmm. they wanted a big beach weekend. And they were going to fly this plane 90 miles. So Cuba's roughly like 150 miles off by the Keys. So like halfway between Cuba and mainland Miami, they're going to fly this jet. And then they were going to have guys... American operatives in boats in the water and they were going to shoot it with RPGs and they were going to blow it up in front of a whole beach full of people in Miami on, on, like a, on a holiday weekend so that they could get the go-ahead, the public approval – to go to war with Cuba, so they were going to stage—they wow. were going to stage the mass murder of 200 Americans in a plane on a beach in front of the world. This was our—this was their plan. Wow. Operation Northwoods. I'm telling you, this is the fucking truth. JFK's like, "Are you fucking serious? Are you—are <laughs> you kidding me? We're not doing this. This is out of—you're con- a criminal." you you all should be in jail for this. You should be, you honestly might, you might deserve to be executed for this. This is treason. Yeah. And then JFK gets shot in the head. One time. You know, (laughs) from,
1: from the only time that matters.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Fucking five different angles. He gets shot one time and the bullet miraculously is, is whole. But my point is when you learn about something like operation Northwoods and then you ask yourself, would the federal government allow, intentionally allow the release of a bioweapon?
1: Bro. To, 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 bro, we've to, been saying this shit since the beginning, man. Dude,
0: your dad was fucking on it. like Dude, gonna,
1: dude yeah, my, dad, my dad was like, bro, fucking we did this. It. Man-made, man. And, it, and and when he went down that that, that rabbit hole like, a, like he does, and he says, like, bro, if you knew half the shit that we went through before Vietnam, you would not. This would not be even a thing. Like, for real. It's crazy,
0: bro. Yeah, we're just... We've just gotten like bamboozled and like coerced into a nice little pen. And then they keep us, they keep us occupied. And just when like tensions start to boil over, it's like, uh, well, it's Christmas. You're not going to get, you're not going to start a civil war at Christmas, are you guys? You didn't even get to use your new iPhone yet. Yeah. You know?
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Oh, wait, hang on. Let's give another 45 billion to the Ukraine. Okay. Okay,
1: it's crazy. It's you, crazy, man. Ha,
0: have you been following this FTX thing?
1: No, I heard about. It. They were talking about it in the office in the office for a little bit.
0: So interesting, and this is just—I'm just, just going to throw this out there. Let the let the smart people do what they do. Very interesting cycle of funds moving around there. So, mm-hmm. so this mm-hmm. fella whose mother and father are. Lawyers, pr- Law professors at Stanford University. And his mother starts a political action committee, a PAC, if you will, mm-hmm. called Mind the Gap. Now, a couple years ago, some evil geniuses came up with this ruling where to get around, you know, the end, like, Daryl, if you want to donate to a political person, you're limited. There's a certain the maximum amount of funds that you as an individual can get. I think it's like $2,500. Mm. That's to prevent somebody like some real Bruce Wayne type giving you know, somebody $50 billion to somehow become president with just money. Like that's, that's the idea of it. And then they came around like, well, what if we just make it so that a bunch of people can throw the, all their money into a pot, and then that pot can go to anybody they want without any oversight, and no one can say they can't do it. Oh, that sounds like a good idea. So now you have these... <laughs> They call them like <laughs> they call them like war chests because they're like you know Ron DeSantis has like fucking two hundred and sixty million dollars in a in a PayPal account that he can use for whatever he wants. You know Trump's got his half half a billion dollars in fundraised money, and so you know everyone does it. So so this this lovely gal, uh, Sam Bankman Freed's mother, starts a just one day decides to start a political action committee. No big deal. She's like a mm-hmm. mu- she's like a. You know, I'm sure she makes high six figures as a, as a law professor, but like she's not like a multimillionaire. Mm-hmm. And then over the next 16 months, FTX be- <laughs> fucking pump and dumps their way to a $12 billion valuation. All these celebrity endorsements while they're just backdooring the money into their own bank accounts in the Bahamas. Okay? Mm. And... Then he routes $100 million to the Mind the Gap Political Action Committee, which ended up being the second most amount of money donated to the Democrat Party in this last election cycle, second to only, you guessed it, Mr. Potential Political Destabilizer. Uh, I'm not even going to say his name because I don't want to get (coughs) – Whoa. Don't want to get in any trouble here. But this fella donates a hundred million dollars of money that like, so they're they're raising funds for FTX. The money comes in, and then the money goes out to a super PAC, and then the super PAC donates money to all these different candidates, and then they all cycle the money around. It kind of looks like a money laundering yeah. operation. Like I'm not
1: Yeah, a, I, I, I was about to
0: I'm I'm not like a fucking Guru of finance or anything, um, but usually like r- raising money and then passing it through a company to another entity, and then that entity cash- puts it
1: right back into yeah, sounds uh, a little like uh, and then, some-
0: and then you have people who are like, Oh, I'd like to, like last year at the Super Bowl, remember the Larry, Larry David Super Bowl commercial. Where mm-hmm. He's like hemmed in different periods of time. Like, no, that's never going to catch on. That's never. Gonna. Well, that was the FTX ad. So you got Larry David on the. S- this is this is where it gets disgusting to me. You got Matt Damon, both future, future uh, values the brave or the bold, and then Larry David. I like Larry David. He's like, oh, yeah, this is great. It's going to work. So then you got all these kids and families like, oh, I know. I'm going to put a thousand dollars of our savings into cryptocurrencies on the FTX exchange. This seems safe because Matt Damon told me so during the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. No problem. And then they took your $1,000 and gave it to fucking politicians that you don't want them to have the money. And then they just washed it. And, and then took it, took it all and said, oh, sorry, you're bankrupt. And by the way, we're staying in the Bahamas and you can't extradite us. It's, wow. it's beautiful. It's <laughs> glorious you know it's Glorious. we're headed we're headed into uh strange territories my friend
1: dude when the when the aliens come down and resurrect our technology after we've decimated ourselves because of idiocy and then they find this podcast they're gonna be like these guys should have probably been running everything
0: <laughs> yeah these guys somebody should listened to these guys well and i'm telling you right now like I'm I'm gonna call it now, I promise you. Calling it the October surprise of the 2024 presidential election, Mm -hmm. which, um, again, I'll make another bold prediction. Somehow we're gonna we're gonna have 82 year old Joe Biden and 79 year old Donald Trump. Okay, we're gonna have these two beauties going at it.
1: War of the citizens. (laughs)
0: And then in that October, you know what's going to happen is, is President Joe Biden's going to come on on the emergency broadcast system and he's going to announce that there has been an alien invasion. And all <laughs> of a sudden we can't we can't have this election. We're going on lockdown. The aliens are here. We're, we're done. And and the aliens may have covid. They may. Oh, they may be We You can't. They, they've weaponized it. Out. Well, think, think about how genius this is. We've detected, you know, there's some, there's, we can't see it, right, but it's there, and if you leave your house, it'll kill you. Perfect, bro. Perfect. Don't. Sounds
1: like something straight out M M Night Shyamalan. Yeah. You know what I mean.
0: You guys don't need to vote. We got you. Here we go. Operation lockdown. Let's get it. You know. And then next thing you know, uh, it's it's Mad Max, Thunderworld, and um, but yeah, I, I think that's the only. I think that is the only logical step from here is,
1: mm-hmm.
0: is you, they've got to, they've got a cause they've doubled down, they've tripled down. Now they must quadruple down and find a way to completely, just completely throw the net over us. Yeah. The only way is, yeah. is going to be a fake alien invasion. So keep an eye out for that. Make sure you're, make sure you're prepping for 2024 because we had a good run.
1: I'm just waiting for the uh, transparent spheres and, you know, cubes to start descending upon us.
0: The cubes inside of the spheres. Yeah. And then, yeah, exactly. And you got, you got like these crypto scams on one hand. Aliens are real over there, Um, you know, but I'm just, I'm just trying to hold on long enough to see John Wick 4. (laughs) (laughs)
1: That and uh, Black Adam versus Superman.
0: Dude, I saw Black Adam is on. Uh, I can rent it already. I think I'm gonna rent that tonight.
1: Dude, you need to rent it, and then we need to pod about it right after.
0: Because I think that'll be nice I, on my wall, yeah. my TV wall, with my fucking
1: oh, rectal yes. shaking Atmos system. Yes, yes, yes. See, I'll be I, there with you in I, spirit.
0: I don't mind spending twenty bucks to watch a movie that was just in theaters a month ago. That's mm-hmm. I, because, like, what am I gonna spend sixty dollars the movie theater? Fuck that it okay. that's what i say yeah it's awesome but you know we had big plans for an interview earlier this week for for this week it was going to be our boys from the, the great white north uh chance and zach from Falset we're going to be doing that next week um mm-hmm. and of course our, our christmas spectaculars coming up this year christmas is right around the corner absolutely um, you know we've got dude so we were trying to figure out like one of the first things I thought about when we got this house was like, how the fuck are we going to do Christmas lights here? This is I, this is like a it, this is a I need a scissor lift. Like I don't know how I'm going to get up there. Right. And then I started seeing all my neighbors are like By the way, Texas goes Halloween straight into Christmas. There were Yeah. The the the, the next day after Halloween, November 1st, Christmas is up. Like we just Christmas through Thanksgiving. Yeah. And now everybody's got their lights up and like the 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 detail on these roof lines i'm like how are they doing this so i see one of the guys outside i thought he was one of the homeowners he has a light business and uh they go up they they measure your whole roof line and they have these like high grade commercial leds they they cut them specifically so there's no extra hang down because you know when you do your lights you always have those
1: yeah so you get that extra shit yeah
0: yeah and then, like, they use hot glue to to fix it to the and a, and a level to fix it to the to the brick on our house. And uh, so next week we got the Randy from DFW Lights coming out, lighting nice, up, lighten up the house, gonna light up. Dude, the that's
1: heat. your deal, man. You're like the master light. So like, you plus oh, yeah. with this guy, it's gonna um, be, yeah. it's gonna
0: be elaborate. Um, yeah, it's gonna be. Boater. You're the LED king, man. I so am. I am. I'm also the butter king of Fort Worth. I I I'm not exaggerating. I cooked with. I used four pounds of butter yesterday. Quality. Yeah.
1: Quality, I
0: was brushing it. I was spritzing Mm. it. Mm. I was was just drinking a little bit of it.
1: A little little butter sip.
0: I did a a full turkey in the oven, Mm. 18-pounder. The little five-pounder smoke special on the smoker. Mm. Mm. It it was great. It was like, you know, my my parents are here. They're officially in Texas. And uh, I, I was like, listen, things are changing we are the hosts now. We, you know, the, the, our, I wanted our house to be the center of the the family engagement. That's important to me that we were going to build new memories here together.
1: Mm -hmm. And
0: that's when I was like, we're not going to move all the way out there, decorate this beautiful house for Christmas and then leave. Like we're going to do our first Christmas here. Right. And, uh, you know, Mrs. Everyman is down there doing her thing, getting the house, looking beautiful. And, lights everywhere and it's just it's awesome. I love Christmas and it's yeah. also awesome cuz it's still like 60 degrees.
1: Okay. Yeah.
0: You know what I mean? Nice and fucking yeah. high and dry. Toasty. High Toasty. and dry. So, it's uh it's been a blessing, man. Um as always, you know, thankful for you. Thank you. F- thankful for our Absolutely.
1: Thankful for you, and man. And this
0: partnership and uh, everything that we're that we're doing here together and sharing with the every man and the every woman and and I'm thankful for my family and uh, you know, my career opportunities and even, even my back blew out on me. I'm even thankful for my back. Um, yeah, man. but, uh, you know, keep your, keep your heads on a swivel there, kitties. And, uh, you know, don't let the, uh, don't let the aliens sneak up on you. <laughs> Absolutely.
1: Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely.
0: We'll see you next week guys.
1: Later.